You're listening to the Conscious Pharmacist Podcast, a show for pharmacist healthcare providers who have answered the call to practicing on purpose. Now, here's your host, internationally recognized HIV pharmacist, author, speaker, patient advocate, and president of MishRx Pharmacist Consulting Services, and your Conscious Pharmacist, Michelle Sherman. You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This is Michelle Sherman, president of MishRx Pharmacist Consulting Services and the host of the Conscious Pharmacist podcast. Welcome to this episode in the Unconscious, a healthcare system on life support series. This week, this episode is about healthcare behemoths being unprepared. So why are healthcare behemoths unprepared? Why do they not promote the health of their members? And why are they putting the individuals at risk for HIV acquisition? This is an episode I've been wanting to record for quite a while, um, but I've been so busy in the PBM health insurance quagmire with this that I haven't had a moment to do this. Recent um, surveillance data has shown that only 30% of the 1.2 million people who could benefit from PrEP in the U.S. were prescribed it. PrEP's been around since 2012, so we're 11 years in, and only 30% of those that are um, could benefit from it are being prescribed it. So our first challenge is to get people tested on treatment and get providers comfortable to prescribe PrEP. It's been incredible progress for us pharmacists as healthcare providers in in recent years. Here in California under SB 159, um, pharmacists that are trained are able to furnish PrEP and PEP um, for for patients here in California. Um, AB 317, which is on Governor Newsom's desk right now, will expand payment for PrEP services for pharmacists beyond medical payments to um, commercial insurers and things like that so that pharmacists can get paid for these services of doing the consultation and prescribing the PrEP and not just getting some negative reimbursement on the PrEP prescription. So we're making great strides. Pharmacists um, get Pharmacist PrEP has been expanded to 17 states right now. So this is incredible strides forward. So we have clients that are taking charge of their health, taking charge of their sexual health, coming into clinics to get STI testing and willingly seeking out PrEP. Getting the prescription written and sent to the pharmacy has become the least of, of our worries. Getting the drug covered on the insurance, especially for commercial insurances through the behemoth, the PVMs and health insurance companies. I'm not going to mention names on this podcast, but if anyone wants to guess, guess one of them and you're probably correct. Um, really causing hurdles, not only for patients, but for providers. I feel fortunate to be able to see this coin from both sides. On the pharmacy side, I see what's going on in the pharmacy. Pharmacies getting prescriptions, trying to process them, and 
bam, it's not covered on the patient's insurance. It's a stumbling block. If it is covered, a lot of the times the pharmacies are getting negative reimbursements on a lot of these drugs for reasons we've discussed on previous podcasts with, you know, the PBMs, you know, robbing pharmacies blind across the country. That's the one side of the coin. I feel privileged to really be involved on the other side of the coin as a provider, as an advanced practice pharmacist at Radiant Health Centers in Irvine, California. I'm able to see um, individuals for STI testing, PrEP, PEP, and HIV care. And as a provider, sending prescriptions to the pharmacies for, for clients and then hitting that buzzsaw from these behemoths for commercial insurance for drug, for prescriptions that aren't covered that require prior authorization has become a nightmare. So I can really see how our healthcare system gets crippled when as providers, we send prescriptions to the pharmacy. The pharmacies are unable to fill the prescription. You send things back through cover my meds to the doctor's office who then have to look at what's going on and then do the prior authorizations. It is crippling for medical offices the amount of prior authorizations they get on a daily basis. With something like PrEP, the 2021, you know, updated PrEP guidelines, you know, lays out the use of PrEP for oral PrEP, for TDF, um, Truvada, TAF, the Descovy, and now even for Apritude, the injectable PrEP. And anybody that's seeking PrEP should be able to get the PrEP that's indicated for them without jumping through these hoops. And this just does not happen. When Apritude got, got approved, I was really concerned because we're still today having problems getting Discovy for patients on some of these um, commercial plans. They want the patients to get Bovada, and we've got to go as providers through this whole rigmarole of a prior authorization process to try to get Discovy for the patient. So it's very distressing and aggravating. And now we have Apritude that's come onto the scene. So Apritude works well. You know, a lot of patients have been seeking it, been trying to get prescriptions for a lot of them on California Medicaid, on Medi-Cal. It's no issue. We're able to get it for our clients right away. But the commercial plans, absolute hyperventilating nightmare. I mean, it just makes me speechless. It, so what what happens? So not only is it difficult to get the Apritude approved on commercial plans, but on some pl- plans, and nobody's got any idea, it's covered by the pharmacy benefit. But what I've been seeing increasingly is it's not covered by the pharmacy benefit. It's covered by the medical benefit. And this runs into a buzzsaw for the providers and especially for the patients. A few months ago, I, I had, a, had a client that I saw in the clinic. Um, I was able to get him Apritude approved on his insurance plan last year. It took five months to get it approved through his prescription benefit on his commercial plan, going back and forth. Apritude was totally indicated for for this person 
Um, he had low renal function on Truvada and Descovy, and it was clear that Apritude was the best course of action for him. Back and forth, filling out an appeal and almost having to threaten the insurance company, they finally approved it. And he was able to finally get on it after four months and came to the clinic, got his first injection, came a month later, got his second injection. He loved it. He didn't have to remember to take the pills every day. And then also now it was going to protect his kidneys. Working beautifully. And guess what? His employer changed plans in January. So from having going through this prior authorization process for four months, he now has a new insurance plan, still through the same umbrella carrier, but now a different plan. So we start again. So once we knew his new insurance, we gave plenty leeway before his next injection, which was now two months from the last injection. So I felt somewhat optimistic that we'd be able to get this approved for him. Send the prescription to the pharmacy. The pharmacy tries to process it on the pharmacy benefit. Bam, not covered on the pharmacy benefit. It's covered on the medical benefit. So the pharmacy tries to get it approved on the medical benefit unsuccessfully. Now, three weeks have gone by. So I contacted the medical plan and made it pretty clear that this is continuing care. The patient's been on this, you know, um, already since last year, and we really needed it approved. He's coming in, I think it was Wednesday. He was coming in that Saturday for his third injection. I said, this is critically urgent. I, I probably spent six hours on the phone back and forth with this IPA for the medical plan here in Orange County, back and forth for six hours and sent in, faxed urgently, the request, pages and pages of chart notes, labs, clearly stating why he needed it. And I said, his injection is due on Saturday. Also, to throw fuel on the fire, the pharmacy that he utilized to fill his previous aptitude couldn't fill the aptitude for the medical plan because it was under the medical plan. Only, you can't see my air quotes, quote unquote, designated specialty pharmacies could fill the aptitude for them under the medical plan. So they're still allowing pharmacies to fill it, select pharmacies. So thank goodness I was able to find one here in Orange County that did it. Uh, I called the pharmacy to find out if they had it in stock. The first person didn't know what I was talking about, but eventually they found someone who was a bit knowledgeable who could tell me that they had it in stock. So I made a note on the approval to go to that pharmacy. Again, I called the next day, spending an additional two hours on the phone, going through you know, person after person, transfer after transfer, they'll get back to me. At 7 o'clock on the Friday night, now his injection was due on Saturday, I got an email, a, a fax back from the IPA saying it was denied. It was denied by an infectious disease physician who re quickly reviews the stuff. 
And I was appalled at the results. First of all, it was denied because it said I didn't document the patient's weight was greater than 35 kilograms. His weight was on the chart notes that that was attached. Also, what they said was that the patient has HIV infection and should make an appointment to go and see the infectious disease doctor for his HIV care. Where clearly, Apritude is for PrEP. It's not for HIV treatment. And the chart notes and everything and the ICD-10 codes and everything were for PrEP. So the IPA completely screwed this up. Not only had they screwed that up, but they actually sent a letter to the patient's home stating that he has HIV infection and to make an appointment with an infectious disease doctor. As you can imagine, the patient was absolutely appalled and pretty pissed off. What was the end result to this long, complicated story? Well, we couldn't get the, the aptitude at our clinic. They said, because we're not in network with this medical group, he has to go to someone in the medical group. So I said, okay, because patient care comes first. Who are providers in the medical group? They recommended another infectious disease doctor in Orange County. And I contacted the office, sent all the details, and they approved it at this other doctor. The patient then had to go to this doctor for an appointment, get all the labs done and everything, and they wanted to charge him a $200 copay at the doctor's office. When he comes to our clinic, he has no copay. Every visit, including the injection visits, was going to be $200. And he absolutely could not afford it. He could not do this. And he came back to our clinic and has since been on oral prep. So the the moral of the story is, can you see how these behemoths are so disjointed and unprepared to take care of our clients? There's no communication between prescription benefits, medical benefits, or PrEP should be prescription benefits, and that includes injections. This whole business of making them a medical benefit is just some cockamamie way of getting around this bull. Anyway, the moral of the story is he still comes to our clinic. He elected to remain on Descovy, even though the aptitude would be much better for him because he absolutely cannot go through the stress of these hurdles, rigmaroles, and basic bullshit that the insurance was having him do. So why do I bring this up now? Because I went through the same thing again this week. I saw a patient last week in the clinic who went off his Descovy. First he was on Truvada, and he got sick on Truvada. He was put on Descovy. And he tolerated it better, but it made him very – had brain fog. He, he didn't feel well, and he stopped taking it, and he felt much better. This is somebody who is at risk for getting HIV, who is now off his PrEP because it's making him sick. We'd already tried once before to get Apertude approved for him, and it we couldn't. So no problem. We'll, we'll try it again. Yesterday, I spent – I don't know, three hours on the phone, just trying to find 
the correct medical group to actually try to even do a prior authorization. Of course, it wasn't covered on the prescription benefit. I did the prior authorization through Cover My Meds, telling me to call this number. I called the number and asked for the medical group. They don't even know what I'm talking about. I had to Google the medical group and then went through four people when I was eventually able to get phone numbers. But after all this time on the phone, I had to see more patients. I couldn't do it. So this is still an ongoing saga, and I don't feel very confident that the patient's going to get their aptitude. So my point to these two stories is to really bring to light the catastrophic disjointedness of these insurance companies and healthcare um, plans. And I use the word healthcare very loosely because care should not be part of any conversation and part of this equation. This whole thing is crippling actual care. I've had patients go off their prep because they cannot take this back and forth and the stress of what's going on with the insurance. It is absolutely catastrophic or they can't afford the copay or they just go off it. And I've actually had people become HIV positive because of this. So this is a catastrophic problem. And I urge all of you who are listening, we have got to rise up and do something about it because these healthcare companies have got to stop discriminating against people who are seeking sexual health care and trying to get on the prep that's most suitable for them. It should all be covered. Discovery, Truvada, and Apertude, whatever's best indicated for the patient without a prior authorization. When we have people who really want to take care of their health, but the insurance company is absolutely choking them by the neck, shame on them. Shame on them. So you can see how this episode completely fits into our series unconscious, a healthcare system on life support. I urge all of you to keep fighting the fight. Like I tell all my patients, I will never give up, no matter how long I have to spend on the phone. I tell them I practice pit bull pharmacy. Once I hang on, I will not let go until we can get the problem resolved. So to everybody listening out there, keep fighting for your patients. You're all doing an incredible job. And remember, you are the change. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Pharmacist podcast. We hope you subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. If you miss something, you can listen again or just read the transcript of the show on our website at mishrxconsulting.com forward slash podcasts. If you have a spare minute, don't forget to give us a review or rating on iTunes. Remember to practice on purpose. You're a rock star pharmacist and healthcare provider. And in the words of Mahatma Gandhi, be the change you wish to see in the world. The Conscious Pharmacist podcast is a production of MishRx Pharmacist Consulting Services, your HIV pharmacist and pharmacy experts.